0: radio and back here. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight, so we can all be quiet and peaceable and listen to the music.
1: It's time to turn off that, and it's time to turn up the volume and listen to Autumn Dealer Live. Repeat
0: after me.
2: Autumn
3: Dealer Live.
2: This is Auto Dealer Live, and we are here on Thursday, Thursday, and it is, it's September, man, it's September. Dave Cribbs, it's September, brother, September 4th, September. 3, that's crazy. 30. 30, we were a couple of minutes late coming in, but I'll tell you why, let me tell you why. The producer had to delay the show by a minute and a half or so because I got a phone call sitting right here in preparation from a dealer in Connecticut and was putting a deal together on the phone. It was the fastest deal I think I've ever sold. <laughs> Literally, man. So I I, I I what, like three minutes? Yeah, it was a great three minute demo that oh, I I I did a three minute demo. But let me tell you something the deal's done. The deal is Come done. On. Come on somebody This is Dave Villan. I'm here with
4: Dave Cribbs. What's that up Cribbs? deals uh, hey it's Thursday, you know uh, it's throwback Thursday and like you said, I cannot believe it's already September. Mm-hmm. It's only like
2: hundred shopping days till Christmas by the way. It is. <laughs> I don't even want to think about Christmas. Man. I love Christmas, but I don't even want to. I You're right. It is. It is. But you know what else, man? We're going to North Carolina, baby. North Carolina. We, yep, IPD. Tomorrow. IPD and Auto Dealer Live. And uh, we are on our way tomorrow. We are leaving tomorrow afternoon, and we are headed up to Charlotte, North Carolina, um, for the Unfair Advantage Mastermind Group with the uh, one and only Tracy Myers and Troy Spring. And about a hundred, um, dealer principles, a uh, management in dealerships, automotive professionals. So we're excited. Listen, if you're tweeting us today, if you're tweeting us today, it's at auto dealer live. If you're not following us on Twitter, get with it. Come on, follow us on Twitter at auto dealer live. Use the hashtag auto dealer live, but also use the hashtag U A A M G, right? You, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, it's kind of complicated. <laughs> Um, U-A-A-M-G, hashtag that, because here's the deal. We want to talk about that, and we want to build up some excitement uh, for the show. Now, really quick, we've got an outstanding show today. I mean, it's just it's – just, we, we, have, we have an outstanding show today. Now, it's not going to be one of these shows where we have 20 guests, but we have what you would find in 20 guests, 10 guests, 5 guests. We have the value packed in just two people. Absolutely. And, 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 and I want to tell you – Uh, Jody Jody, uh, DeVere is coming on, and she's on Twitter at Ask Patty. And let me tell you something. She is probably the, the foremost leader in in women driving and women drivers in automotive uh, news, sales, Mm -hmm. and what's going on. And and you, dealer, must, if you don't know who she is, you must stay tuned because this is going to be an incredible show. And then we have… We have the Carmedian on. Carmedian, Danny Benitez. And I am waiting for this one because – Last time I took
4: all the, all the hits, I think. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to
2: You're up. Yeah, he's fresh out of the Rowdy Beaver, and he's back. <laughs> so, hey, man, Danny, welcome back from the Rowdy Beaver, baby. Welcome back from the Rowdy Beaver. <laughs> all right, so Danny Benitez is on the show. But here's the deal. We're going to talk about, and we're going to build up to, and I want to tell you, we have a special show. Today's Thursday, September 4th. Okay, four days. Count them. Four days. One, two, three, four days, we are going to be live. It's not Thursday of next week. Now, we will be airing the show again on Thursday. We'll be back here, the same bat channel, same bat time next week. But we are going to be live this Monday, Monday, September 8th at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock. Make sure we tweet that out, Mike. Jason, you guys tweet that out. Man, I want to blow Twitter up today. We're going to be blowing Twitter up. And as you, as you would expect
4: when it comes to a dealer conference, we are going to have our mastermind group. Yeah. I keep saying conference, but you know. Yeah, uh, I get it. Yeah. So, you uh, anyway, as you can expect, we have some amazing guests for that particular show. Sure. We've got the one and only Dave Anderson. Yeah. We'll be interviewing him live. Speaking of which, by the way, we got some goodies in the mail today.
2: We're going to be giving away some red belts that were sent compliments of Dave Anderson, his training, uh, learntolead.com. He's a CEO and president. Let me tell you something. This guy's got some phenomenal. Training. He gives away cells. Uh, gives away these red belts. Um, he'll be talking um, about staying hungry. You don't want to miss that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's also got several phenomenal best-selling books: How to Lead by the Book. He's got Up Your Business: Seven Steps to Fix, Build, or Stretch Your Organization. He's going to be with us.
4: Yeah, he's one of my favorites, and, he and is of course. One of mine too. And of course, there's another guy that's uh, going to be closing out the show. I kind of forget. I think. No, you know who the, he is. Oh, <laughs> Grant how can,
2: Cardone. How can you forget? You have a life-size cutout in your house. Yeah, well, well, I mean, now. if you forget, just just you know. when you, if you forget, just get up. Just just when you, your wife's over on the couch in the bed, look over at the cutout that's laying in the bed with you. Right. You're like, hey, honey, what's his name again? She made me move the
4: she made me move the cutout because she said she kept getting scared, like she, you know, someone standing over in the
2: corner is like, why? We have the one and only Grant Cardone coming on. This is Monday. September 8th. This Monday, mark your calendars. Mark your calendars, September 8th at 1 o'clock. Dave Anderson, Grant Cardone. Now, listen, we have a great all-star panel, dealer panel, one of, the, one of our favorite segments, one of our most favorite segments. Hey, Mike, have Jason, text Jason, tell him to bring in off my desk here one of the Auto Dealer Live bracelets as well. We have one of, the, one of our best segments that we have always that gets tons of reviews, we have great dealers on, is the Great American Automotive Dealer Panel. Yes. And we have some, we have some doozies uh, on there. Uh, Some superstars oh, from some around super, the country. I think, I think, if I'm not mistaken, we're representing over 2,500 new and used vehicles per month being delivered by the four individuals that are going to be on our dealer panel this Monday.
4: Yeah, and, and I think if, if you're going to listen to anybody, mm-hmm. listen to that dealer, that dealer principal, that GM, that owner, that active on-the-floor Uh, person who's actually running a dealership right now, not just running a dealership, but
2: annihilating it in the car business. (laughs) Well, here's the deal. Matt Lasko Mm -hmm. of Lasko Ford is going to be one of the dealers. Matt Lasko moves collectively nearly 500 vehicles new and used every month. He was the, listen, he's a Ford dealer, Mm -hmm. but he was the number one in Fenton, Michigan, the number one, okay, certified Ford pre-owned dealer in his region, number five in the United States of America. That's strong, Strong, strong. We have – In a town of 12,000. In a town of 12 – in a town of 12 – so he's reaching, obviously, outside of that. Either that or everybody's driving a Ford there. It may be. We have Paul McCarthy. Paul McCarthy is the operations director or executive general manager of the Stevenson Automotive Group in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Mm There are seven stores in Jacksonville that Paul um, oversees. Listen, this, these guys are just blowing it up, and Paul's going to be on the show. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. Have, we have Lisa Copeland.
4: Lisa Copeland, say no more. I mean, uh, number one Fiat dealer in the country. Numero uno. Yes, and she's been featured, just recently featured on uh, Car Biz Today, Automotive News. I mean, you go on and
2: on. Dealer everybody's, Solutions Magazine. Everybody's a, chasing her. She was in the principal's office of Dealer Solutions Magazine. Yeah, Dealer Solutions month. Magazine. Yep. yep. Lisa Copeland yep. will be on the show on the dealer panel, and she will be holding down the loan spot of – the female on the panel, however, yes. she'll be holding down as the number one fiat store in the United States. Also, Marsh Bice, Marsh is the uh, general sales manager of Mark Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Let me tell you something. This guy's a blogger. He's an author. He's a uh, he's a motivational speaker. This guy's amazing. He's a car dealer. He's going to be on the panel as well. You yes. do not
4: want to miss everything that comes out uh, of Marsh's mouth. Is 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 something that. You can just internalize. I mean, I, I get mesmerized just reading You his can learn blogs. something from
2: his burps. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Let me burps. It comes out of his mouth. You're like, you know what? That's a good. That's a good point, Marsh. <laughs> yeah. uh, Marsh bites will be on the show, and you know, I want to say this, man. Yeah. In the questions that we're going to be fielding, the questions that we're going to be asking on the show are going to come. We're going to be going to the conference tomorrow, and we're going to be there all weekend. The show's on Monday, so do, throughout the weekend, we're going to be handing out cards, and the cards are going to be given to the dealers that are there, and they're going to write down their question and who they want the question asked to. And we're going to pick and select questions asked by dealers. So dealers, if you're listening, there are going to be dealers in the audience live that we're going to be broadcasting in front of. So it won't look like this on Monday. It's going to be live. And then we're going to be asking questions in, to the panel or to our, to our uh, guests, and you're going to get the benefit listening as if you're sitting right there in the mastermind group. So you do not want to miss Monday, this Monday at 1 p.m. We'll make sure we get the advertisements out, um, but it's going to be off the chain, off the chain amazing. Are you excited, wait. man? Uh,
4: yeah, yeah, I, I am. You know, We're going to be loading up the car here tomorrow night. Hey, so. what's this
2: right here, brother? You can't really see it. These are our auto dealer live bracelets. We, we don't even have them on our wrist yet. We live, they're, they're fresh out of the box. You yeah, don't have, you I don't you I even, have, even one. have one. I don't have one. I, I, we have them, but we, we, we have them out there. And here's the deal. We, we've got them boxed up to take with us. Listen, we have hundreds of these. Okay, We have 500 of these. Auto Dealer Live. They're thick. They're black. Man, it says Auto, De- at Auto Dealer Live. There's a little microphone in the back. And guess what? For the shows on the inside of the band. If you want one of these, so here's the deal. Okay, 813-574-1820. If you're listening right now, Mikey, make sure you tweet this out. If you're listening to the show right now, 813-574-1820, 813-574-1820. That's still the studio line, right, Mike? The new phone says, okay, call that line. If you call that line, I'm going to give you 10 of them if you call right now. Okay, we're going to pick a caller. you've got a good question, 813 <laughs> 813- Not you, man. 813-574-1820. Call right now with a good question, a question that you would like to hear asked at the Mastermind Group uh, this coming Monday, and we're going to give you 10 auto dealer live wristbands. These are cool. You'll be the first person, including Cribs and I, the -hmm. only person to have these will be you. Call now, right now, 813-574-1820. One more thing before we bring Lisa on, man. This is pretty cool. Yes. This is a brand-new September edition of Dealer
4: Solutions Magazine, the latest Who's the edition. Side? Who's on the cover? It's Grant Cardone,
2: the one and only. This hits dealerships. I mean, this is a nice magazine, man. It's got tons of content. This hits dealerships this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we It's been sent out. I mean, there's some great content, man. We have authors in here that mm-hmm. are just amazing, blogs and articles, um, bloggers and article uh, articles in here, man, that are just amazing. You don't want to miss getting your copy. If you want a copy and you're not on the mailing list, Tweet us. Uh, you can go to at uh, Dealer S uh, Mag, I believe it is. Mike, what's the Twitter handle on it? You know what? We'll find it out. Find it out and, and shout it out here in a minute. I'm just excited, man. It's going to be a good yep. show, Dave. A lot of things happening. A lot of things happening. Are we ready for our first guest? All right. So we're going to keep talking for a minute. Uh, Jody's going to be coming on in just a moment, Jody DeVere, uh, Danny Benitez with Who's Your Danny. Um, let's talk a little bit about, man, what, you know, let's talk a little bit about um, the car biz. What's going on?
1: <laughs> a there's a lot point. of
2: stuff going on. The car, the car business
4: sales are through the roof. Uh, it, it, you know, it, sales are through the roof, and and you know that's going to be something that we. Uh, and I'm not going to get too heavily into it because it's going to be part of our interview. But that's something we're going to talk to Dave Anderson about. You know, um, Dave Anderson is just such a, a wealth of knowledge. And and you see these red belts here. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk be talking about staying hungry, the complacency that happens uh, in the car business when when things begin to roll because. You know as well as I do. Once traffic picks up and you've mm-hmm. got you've got more more traffic than you can deal with, a, a lot of times you you miss opportunities. You know, the, and and what happens is you begin to get a little spoiled by the mm-hmm. fact that uh, you can just catch another up. So uh, we're going to be talking about that with Dave. But one of the cool things with these red belts is kind of a signature trademark, but. Um, I was listening to an interview uh, with him from years and years ago Mm -hmm. with, I believe it was, I think he was talking with uh, Zig Ziglar, as a matter of fact. Uh, But the cool thing is he talked about when he first uh, started, he's into martial arts. He's Mm -hmm. a black belt, by the way. Right. Um, But he is, uh, uh, the first time he actually walked into uh, the dojo, if you will, talked to the sensei, Mm -hmm. Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Um, <laughs> he said, you know, uh, these uh, he was kind of looking at the order of the, the you know all the belts on the wall and, and he was asking about the black belts and he said, well, the most dangerous uh, people that we have in here are the red belts. Right. The red belts are the most dangerous because they're one step away from that black belt. They're hungry, you know. They're the challenger instead of the champion, if you will. So Mm -hmm. never underestimate that. And I think that, you know, that's a, these red belts, they're they're actual physical actual real red belts Mm -hmm. uh, signed by Dave Anderson, which we'll have at the, uh, the mastermind conference. Uh, they're just an amazing reminder of that. Right. You know, I'm going to, I know I'm going to have one sitting on my shelf and uh, to remind me that, uh, I'm the challenger, not the champion.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, we're, we're excited. I know that we, uh, we um, we have our guest. I think I believe this uh, connecting with us now. So Jody's gonna be coming on in just a second when Mike gives me the thumbs up. So we're excited. Um, we're excited about uh, Mastermind Group. You don't want to miss Monday, September eighth, um, and um, we will be live from Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, weird, man. Um, I've got uh, Bucks tickets this Sunday to the opening game and club seats, and it's gonna be here in Tampa. And I had to give them away, obviously, to uh, somebody. And uh, we're going to be in Charlotte. So I will be sitting there watching the game. I believe I have time to watch the game. And uh, so very cool. Very, very cool. Um, <clears throat> Jody, uh, Jody DeVere, which I know they have her on. They're trying to get her lot plugged into the actual phone. Um, she is an internationally recognized speaker, uh, trainer, often quoted industry pundit and spokesperson for the automotive industry on the women's market and in this movement. Um, she has been featured by the New York Times, uh, NPR, Wall Street Journal, CNN, Fox Business, Forbes Women, Oprah Magazine. Oprah Magazine, you kidding me? Oprah Magazine uh, and Parenting Magazine, just to name a few. I think that if I could have said Oprah Magazine, that might have been to enough. We're sorry, and, um, we're to the, uh, as CEO of AskPatty.com, she provides automotive education to women consumers and on an interactive, online, uh, certified, female-friendly uh, training program for the automotive retailers on how to attract, sell, retain, and market uh, to women. And that's a big deal in the automotive business. We don't know enough about it as men uh, in the automotive world, and uh, Jody is an expert at this. She, um, she is, again, amazing at what she does. Um, you can find out more about her, um, as you're going to want to after listening, um, at www.askpatty.com. Um, Dot com, um, Go to her website and uh, look at her profile. And uh, Jody, uh, DeVere, I appreciate you being with us, and we are so honored. I have been trying to get you as a guest on our show probably um, for the last year and a half or so. And I know you're an extremely busy woman. Um, thank you for being with us today. Oh, it's my pleasure.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm delighted.
2: Well, I uh, no, it's, it's our honor um, most certainly. And um, I want to jump right into because – I want to give you as uh, as much time um, as, as we can, and, and so I know today's topic obviously is is, is one that you're um, we need in the auto business. I've I've been in the business close to 20 years, and you know I've often um, said this, uh, not proudly, um, but said it truthfully that this has a, been a good old boys club. You know it's a um, it's 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 a you know I've used that to to even train people to let them know what they're dealing with that they have to sell to car dealers. And today's topic is going to be marketing to women in ways that are empowering and, and um, that are good you know, and that are, that are effective. But we need this because men don't know. I don't think we really know how important you know, um, taking care and making sure that we um, cater to the way women think when it comes to selling an automobile. So I know you're an expert at that. A, you're a woman, but you've been doing this a while. So, um, you know, talk to us about that. I know you had an article um, that was reach, reach, uh, recently featured in Ad Age that um, said, So Long Soccer Mom, <laughs> uh, Carmakers Shift Marketing Aimed at Women. And I want, I want to talk about that for a minute. And give us a little intro to that. And I have some questions that I've uh, kind of pulled out um, that I want to talk about as well. But, but tell us about that and where it came from. Well, um, I was
1: approached by automotive news and ad age to give my input on how women see themselves in in terms of automotive advertising. And, you know, their view when they're, you know, watching television or see themselves in ads, is it reflective of me, the woman? And they've done some studies about that and found that women you're, you're not getting it, you know. I mean, there are some brands who do a little more research and are listening better. But in general, I think what the way that women feel is that you're not representing me and my lifestyle advertising. I'm, I'm A, not all women are on and, and B, um, even if I am, I may do other things. You know, two out of three women are starting new businesses, you know, compared to men. Women are getting their college degrees at six times the rate that men are. And I I think that women differently, and that's rapidly changed over the last 10 years and certainly accelerated over the last five years.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Dave, I know I want to just ask one question here real quick because this is something that's been, I've been dying to ask her ever since I I saw this article and read it. This blows my mind. The University of California, Davis, okay, uh, did a survey. That Guys, you need to listen to this. Owners, dealer principals, listen to this. To the tune of $300 billion a year, women are estimated to influence up to 85% of all car purchases. Jody, talk about that. And I'm going to tell you, guys need to listen to this because our dealerships, our dealerships, the CSI is important, and I know women are are bloggers. I mean, talk about the fact that women influence up to 85%. I know my wife does. <laughs> I'm in that category.
1: <laughs> well, you're a brave man because you admitted it. Hey. Thank you. <laughs> She's
2: listening. She's listening.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, and actually that isn't a new fact. That's something that, you know, I'm in my ninth year with Avs Daddy, and that was pretty true nine years ago. And so somehow the message that women are so influential, and I think really the acceleration point, has come through the ability for women to do reviews online, and they they have such a strong influence over brands and purchases and their experience at all retail locations, not just at the dealership. And you know, they they actually gather together and and have at times forced the brand to take down advertising that they were very upset about. You know. And so I think that not only are women influencing, but they also have a voice, which um, the internet and all of the b- women bloggers, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest—I mean, I can go down a long, long list—and also online uh, groups of women who get together. Blogger is very influential. I think they're getting like 70 million visitors a month. Wow! And you know, you know, and so these women with the tools and the ability to self-educate by finding a lot of great information, including about the fine process online, see themselves and want to be treated not just with respect, but with the acknowledgement that they're savvy shoppers today.
4: Yeah. And and Jody, I think that, uh, you know, I, I started in business years ago, and, and one of the, the, uh, the things that helped me in the, in the beginning of my career was the fact that when, when a, uh, a husband and wife would come on the lot or a female would come on the lot alone, um, I, I always made it a, a, a point to go out of my way to make sure that I was acknowledging uh, that female instead of saying, for example, if a female came in alone – uh, I would often hear from other salespeople uh, that waited on a on a single female, well, um, you know, welcome to the lot, whatever the case may be. And, and two minutes into the conversation, like, well, is your husband going to be here? Uh, things like that. Now those are obviously, those are obviously outdated, but in today's world, um, even sitting down uh, with a couple, for example, as a salesperson, uh, a lot of times uh, a salesperson might be inclined to, Speak directly at the male if he's asking most of the questions, but wouldn't you agree that if the even if the female is being quiet, uh, that's a big mistake, and she's she's picking up on that, obviously, right? Yeah. Well,
1: you know, I I think that what we have here is um, there's very little training for this type of communication skill, Mm -hmm. and so you know, I think that. This is why I developed my program, the certified female friendly program, to provide that type of training to learn how to communicate effectively with couples and women. Um, you know, if if men are having difficulty talking to their wives and girlfriends and the women in their life, they're certainly going to carry those those skills into um, you know, their business life.
2: Mhm. Well let me, let me um let me ask you this too. Um uh, I actually you said here you called it an old boys club. <laughs> I like that. But, you, you know, it's kind of surprising, um, you know, you said it doesn't help here um, that men are the ones making most of the creative decisions. And talk about that and talk about, um, you know, when you went into this madman era, you know, uh, kind of touch on that a little bit.
1: Well, you know, I have a daughter. I, I love to use her as an example. She's uh, in her early 30s, and she's married with two kids. And their relationship is very equal. Sometimes she makes more money. Sometimes he makes more money. They share the chores. Um, they share the raising of the kids. Um, she makes most of the decisions around repairs and maintenance around the house because she's better at it. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't hurt his feet at all. And I, I think that the way that they operate as a couple is much more in today's marketplace. You know, it's a, it's a team. And so you cannot call her honey, baby, sweetie. That's disrespectful, and I hear that all the time. I'm still hearing from women uh, that come to ask Patty for help that she felt this because they wanted to talk to her husband or after her if he's coming back to make the decision on the car. Especially, um, you know, high-end dealerships need to be careful. Just You know, there are a lot of career women out there who, you know, want to drive the forster, you know, the out ETP and, and don't take a gift from the sugar daddy you will know? them mm-hmm. for themselves and I think it's you know really some training needs to be done and thoughtfulness about who are the women that we're selling to and how do they feel about themselves how do they see themselves in life mm-hmm. you know um, and some good ways to do that that are very helpful is to read women's magazines hmm. you know how many guys sit down and look for women's magazines because I think a lot of women's brands did it right, and so you know you need to be reflective of the audience that you're trying to capture, and learn to communicate with her not only verbally and and you know the body language is very important too, but also reflective and communicate effectively to your audience through the, the photographs and pictures and advertising that you're sending out.
2: Mm, that's good. That was going to be my next my next question. I was going to ask how. What are some ways? Um, you know, what is your thoughts kind of moving, um, into some things that we see here on the ground, you know, interviewing a lot of, lot of people, um, there's a lot of ladies in particular women that are, um, doing some out of the box things, um, in the car business and they're succeeding. Um, and I wanted to kind of, and I'm not sure of, you may know of a couple of them that I mentioned here, but, um, for instance, uh, Tammy LaBlue, um, uh, Elise Kephart, Laura Madison, that are using YouTube, they are getting very personal with uh, videos. And, um, you know, I think that, um, I don't think it was much as much, in my opinion, as a marketer, a good idea as it was an idea that was organic. It, it came from maybe the fact that they were women and they thought that way, but it's, but it's work. It works. And, and it, do you, are you aware of, of some of those things that are out there? And, and if you are, I
1: know, I know at least very well. And, Actually, the, the real concept here is that women want to have a relationship with you, and this is why women spend statistically three times per day in social media sites than the guys do. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we say on average 20,000 words a day, men 3 to 4,000, so we get a lot of our words out in social media because we want to connect. We want to have relationships, mm-hmm. and we want to be able to communicate. and. Social media and things like YouTube help us feel more connected to you. We want to know your story. And so Elise was very smart because the YouTube videos allowed her to tell the story. I mean, you could see her whole relationship with her new husband, her child being raised. If you follow her, you know all about her. So by the time you meet her, you feel like you've known her for 10 years.
2: And people you know, want that. People want that. Yeah. They desire that. They, they, they feel more comfortable spending money with somebody that they, quote, know.
1: That they know and trust oh, and wow. feel like I have something in common with you. You know, right now she's a young mom mm-hmm. at the time of planning her wedding. And so uh, these identification uh, tools that you have through video and Facebook and Twitter and, and you know, really develop a reason for them to do business with you other than buying a car, because honestly there's a lot of competition in brand in any market pretty much, you it's a small market. And so what's going to differentiate you from your competitor, you know, because it's not always about price with women. It's about the experience for sure and the relationship. And can I trust you Will you respect me? Will I be able to send my friends and family? You know, where women are – extremely loyal in brand and also to those that serve her in the community, be it a manicurist or a dry cleaner or a dealership. Oh, that's very good. So, you know, you have to once you win that that trust and that relationship, it's it's a lifetime. You know, you can really and she will send everyone to you. Powerful word of mouth. Really in fact she could be sitting going through the carbine experience, typing, you know, twittering
4: and facebooking about her whole experience i see this all the time actually monitor that hmm. that's great yeah. jody we uh gosh those are those are great words of wisdom and and uh, hopefully dealers are catching on do, do you i'm going to ask one last quick question um do you feel like like the auto industry is catching on or do you still feel like we really have a long way to go
1: I think there's huge room for birth. There's some real innovative dealer and dealer groups who really have gotten this. And it's not not just, oh, yeah, that's right, women are really powerful buyers. But it's really, you know, uh, ingrained in their culture. That's a big word for me. And it really threw to women because it's real and it's not, you know, okay, well, you know, we're going to celebrate and breast cancer once a year. we got the women covered. That doesn't work with women. It has to be organic and real and
2: transparent and consistent for her to really buy it. It's
4: outstanding. Well, dealers, you have heard it straight from Jody Devere. Did we get how to contact? Uh, We're about to. Yeah, I was going to roll into that (laughs) with askpatty.com. Jody, tell us uh, what you have coming up. How dealers can reach out to you. How uh, you can plug in and help dealers out. Before you do.
2: Jody, real quick, yeah. before, before you do that, I just want to ask you a question. I'm a kind of semi-put you on the spot. I, I, uh, I'd love to have you back um, at some point. Cause I'd, li- I'd like to, um, um, you know, we don't, we don't do, and I'm sure, you know, you're, obviously this is not something you would have done or do at conferences, but, um, you know, we don't do a lot of, quote, pitches or what have you, but I'd like to have you back and have you discuss a little bit about um, specifically what Jody Devere would do at a dealership because I don't think that's as much a pitch as it is a consult a consultation and so and I think I believe in what you're doing and, and because I mean my goodness uh, <laughs> if I didn't then, then we'd have we'd have a lot of problems because there's there's more women than there are men and um, and and we sell cars and everyone drives so a will you come back and b um, I'd love to um, reach out and I'd like to feature you in our magazine in some uh, capacity as well, because I just believe in what you're doing. And um, so will you, you, um, can I put you on the spot on those things?
1: (laughs) Awesome. I I would love to work closer with you and I'd love to uh, share and really, you know, give some value to not just sit around and sell them. My program, although it's very successful, I have 2,700 locations now that are certified. Wow. But I, but I, I really think that I'm here to help the dealer win with women. And I'm very passionate about what I do. I'm in my ninth year, and I still race out of bed every morning. So I would, I would love to work with you closer, be on the show again, and I, and thank you for having me. The way to contact me for dealers to find out more, go to askpatty.com forward slash get certified.
2: You heard it, Patty. I appreciate you being with us. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Patty. You have a wonderful weekend. Thank you.
3: You too. Bye bye. That was Jody, Jody. Devere. Not Patty. Patty. <laughs> not Patty. That was Jody
2: Devere, and um, and uh, key number one, uh, listening skills. Yeah, me. listening so, skills. I so was to just that testing up. you guys and see because we're. Yeah. I am a guy. I am a guy still, so I need to learn. Jody Devere, <laughs> ask Patty. Thank you so much, Jody. I appreciate you being with us. Um, we, we, I'm a little nervous. No, I'm not nervous. I'm a little nervous, man. We got. I'm not. We got. Huh? I'm not. I'm nervous for you, but I'm not wait, nervous wait, for you anymore. Hey, listen, man. if there hope. something I don't – because, I mean, look, I, I, what do you mean? He's not going to just stay on me. I don't care if he does anyway. Bring it, Danny. Come on. Bring the Rowdy Beaver, baby. <laughs> uh, we got Danny Benitez coming on here in a second. He's listening. He's probably listening if he, if he could somehow figure um, how to listen and uh, be ready to, to do Skype in and all that kind of junk. But um, if he's listening, he'll bring up the fact that I keep on saying the Rowdy Beaver. So uh, – <laughs> <laughs> the rowdy beaver, <laughs> Danny Benitez is going to be coming on here in a second. The car median, the funny, the man, the myth, the legend.
4: Yes, but you know the the serious point there is that uh Danny's also an amazing car guy. Yes, he, he is general manager. Um Yes, you are Danny.
2: <laughs> Danny, you're amazing, brother. You're amazing, Danny. You're amazing. You're you 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 Danny. Oh, here, wait, oh, what are yo. you going to say now? You're, you're trying to butter him up, so no, you know, yeah. You know, Danny, you're amazing. You're amazing car bad. guy and a funny, I mean funny. Wasn't Danny on america oh, Got Talent? Oh, dude, he's, he's awesome. He was he like a up. finalist. He opened up for Kevin Hart, I know, too, right? Yep. Absolutely. Let me tell you. Well, Danny Benitez needs really no introduction. We have the one and only Who's Your Danny? And, uh, sir, how are you today?
0: I'm fantastic. How are you guys doing?
2: Oh, we are we go. wonderful.
0: Good. Always good to talk to you guys. Always good.
2: Uh-huh. Now, you,
0: you know the ratings go up when you get to see my face.
2: Yes. I yes. didn't know that. And you were on. But you we do Oh see, I am? Yes, yes sir. Yes, yeah, we do sir. see your face now. There might be a delay I, there in Texas.
0: Well that's okay. Well, you just know. An we hour earlier long, there. We're a long way from home here, pal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you were live and on the air, sir. How are you doing?
0: I'm just doing great. How about you guys? Uh I'll, it's always fun to talk to you guys. Always. <laughs> uh, I, I, as a matter of fact, I was wondering if there was any way that you guys could get bigger pictures of yourself on your set.
2: <laughs> oh, man. I know. Oh, okay. I, you know how you think about that, man? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. You literally put the ammunition on the camera oh. for him to see.
3: Yeah. Well, it's uh,
0: – you know, I, I don't know. You've got you – know, before you had the biggest digital clock in the history of radio shows. Now – You have the biggest (laughs) pictures of yourself. I mean, you guys are just doing it big. And I just – every time I come on, I don't have video screens. I don't have the props. Uh, Last time you made fun of my headset because it was (laughs) was about this big. I'm trying to kind of become big time like you guys. But uh, next time I'm going to try to have a great big picture of myself back
2: here. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I'm just glad our producers did not tip you off that this was actually the new – the new uh set this is actually believe it or not we we put this back here we're taking it on the the road to the uh, unfair advantage and into digital dealer and uh, this is actually built for the uh, booth at digital dealer and it came in so we decided to place it up in the studio but um it looks good
0: you guys you guys are handsome you know if i looked like that i'd have big big old pictures of myself too
1: but
0: uh <laughs> i wanted before we get started i want to tell you what a great segment uh leading up to this, sorry to disappoint everybody because this part of the show is usually not very good when I'm on, but the, uh, what a great topic, female buyers. And I had something to add to that. Mm. And, uh, you know, we all have people that take care of our social media at our dealerships. We you know we're a smaller store, so we have, uh, some salespeople people help out and we have some people in the internet department. <laughs> Most dealerships, uh, are pretty heavily male based, and so I would like to caution people listening to make sure when you're doing these posts that you understand that uh, the majority of your audience is female. When we look at our uh, insights on our Facebook, uh, for instance, uh, we have about 70% female uh, of our fans. And so when we're making these posts about pickup trucks and horsepower and stuff like this, we're really not speaking to our audience. So number one, you need to know who your audience is. Number two, you need to speak their language. So when it comes to things like social media posts or, uh, you know, how about the actual design of your, your website? Uh, you know, how does it look for the female buyer? You know, a lot of times it's, I'm a guy, I'm talking to another guy at my website company and we're thinking all, you know, testosterone flowing around and we need to forget that, you know, the, the, the people who are, re- are responsible for 85% of all buying decisions, which are female mm-hmm. uh, are looking at that website Be cognizant of that. So that's uh, Very Very important, yeah. Very, very important that we uh, that we make those those uh, observations. But uh, uh, I'm telling you, I've been caught like everybody else. When I first started in the business, uh, I was helping uh, this couple, and I continued just subconsciously, like what you were talking about. Kind of, it seemed like my attention was just, just subconsciously, I was talking to the male a little bit more. Turns out that the wife, her name was Doctor Mel, uh, Doctor Mary Ellen Haynes. She was a doctor. She had published 20 uh, books for universities across the country. She was so smart, so successful. And dumb me. She was also a a psychologist, by the way. So she was psychoanalyzing me the entire time. Nice. So um, she, you know, it was just ridiculous what I'd done. And we talked and laughed about it. She was really cool about it. But that happened a long time ago in my career, and I learned early, you better not do it. so anyway, great segment. I just want to tell you, good job, and that was really uh, informative
2: okay. and something I need to hear. So. Oh, me, me too. And 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 uh, I'm I'm always cautious when when you're talking. I, 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 if I sound like I, if I we sound totally different when Danny's on, yeah. we're like yeah, yeah. We're, we're, it's we're, a defensive like, posture. We're like, that's for think, sure. Thank, thank, <laughs> thank you, Danny. I, I think, think. <laughs> um, we didn't know. We don't know what's going to come. So, um, you know, um, you said something here on you on this top ten list about. Quit being lazy and implement a strict um, aging policy and uh, and a turn policy on your vehicles. Quit managing cars and start managing parking spaces and ROI on your inventory dollars. And you said, does, it, does, it, does the term holding cost mean anything to you? Talk about that because I know that's oh. – talk about that.
0: Yeah, well – and, you know, we're talking now, really, uh, uh, when I when I talk about this, I'm talking directly to managers, uh, a used car manager, a general manager, someone who's, who's really responsible for not just gross profit, but net profit for the dealership. Because so many times the conversations we have on, on programs like these or, or any time we're blogging, we're talking about units, we're talking about gross profit, we're talking about uh, volume, 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 volume. Well, you know... I don't have a job if we don't create net profit for this dealership, mm-hmm. and so uh, everybody seems to be uh, in the mindset that we just need more inventory more inventory more numbers of cars on the lot and that's what I caution uh, against in this point in my article, which is that we we you need you have to have and I'm telling you this will you know this will light people up but you have to have an aging policy after a certain amount of time the cars have to go you have to have a day supply of vehicles and you have to stay within that because uh when i talk about holding cost is you need to figure out on each vehicle on your used car inventory uh, for example um when you figure out how long you have that vehicle and how much uh you're going to spend on it to keep it that you can come up with a holding cost per day that that vehicle costs you to have in inventory when you take your expenses and divide it in to your uh your day supply in the, in the inventory that you have. And most dealerships, at least my size of dealership, it's 40 or $50 a day. So I hear people all the time that, oh, I don't have an aging policy. And I had this car 100 days, and it made $3,000. Well, guess what? It didn't make $3,000. Because that holding cost mounted up, and even though you showed $3,000 gross profit and somebody got a feather in their hat for selling it, the problem is the dealership lost money by sitting on the car that long. And so when I say manage parking spaces instead of cars, we need to become real estate investors when we are a used car manager. And we need to look at that square footage that's inside of a parking space and realizing what is that return on my investment in that real estate so if I keep a car, uh, my, my average car stays here about 19 or 20 days. And so if I turn that car every 20 days, if you take a $12,000 car, turn it every 20 days in the year, you will get a 270% return on your investment. Wow. You take the same $12,000 car and turn it every 90 days, it's about a 6% return. Okay? Uh, it's math, baby. It's investment. So you're investing in real estate. You pull a car in, take the deal. And so it's about turn, 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 start bonusing your people, your managers your uh, your inventory people on turn and quit worrying so much about gross profit and turn that uh, that's not revolutionary, but I'm right. telling you too many people are still caught up in that old mindset that's what that is that's strong. that's what
4: I was
2: talking about that's strong that's strong yes, that is that's, uh,
4: uh, you know we do fall into those traps often, uh, especially as, as used car managers would that uh with those cars, keeping them too long. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, another uh, thing that you mentioned uh, in one of your uh, tw- top twenty-five list. I think it is actually. Um, do
2: you have a top? Do you have a top twenty-five list? Uh, huh? oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm no. sorry. I was thinking about something. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um,
0: yeah, twenty-five things managers don't want to hear that they really need to hear. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yeah.
4: yes. 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 Um, <laughs> yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up number twenty-three. There's a sales goldmine on your service drive right now. Next time you're bored, count the number of ROs in your service department versus the amount of showroom traffic for the month. Where's the opportunities?
2: Hey, Danny, before you answer that, I, uh, Cribs has a top, uh, top ten list, uh, but who, who do you think is number one on that list? The top ten list of the most important – Right now? Cribs has a, a list of top ten and most important people. Uh, In his life. And uh, number one on that list. (laughs) Do you know who number one on that list might be by any chance?
0: Um, Okay. I know I'm not number one. I think I'm like number three, but uh, Grant Cardone. I'm just going
2: to say that. Yeah, I was just wondering if you knew. Okay, so his wife's not not even number. Yeah, his wife's like number four. So, I mean, yeah, right behind you. <laughs> I'm going oh, to
4: take the fifth on this one. Um, okay,
2: go ahead, man. The only thing
0: missing the, between those two giant pictures behind you is another
4: one, a Cardone, right in the middle. Oh, Lord, man. You know, I'm taking a lot of you I, I, over yeah, the, uh, Cardone this <laughs> right so, year. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I did, so, I'm sorry, Dan.
2: I didn't mean to interrupt your, your answer. though. I just had to throw that out there because he was talking about the uh, – his top 10 list before we came on air. So sorry.
4: yeah, and, and actually, uh, Danny, can you? Because because we're we're actually running out of time. So could could you yes. answer that one real quick? Uh, as far as you know, checking out those ROs in your service department when maybe traffic is down in your showroom, missing those opportunities. Tell us what you meant by that.
0: Yeah, let me tell you. Screwing up phone calls and not taking advantage of uh, not taking advantage of our service drive are the two. If, if you're watching and you're saying, Andy, please give me two things to do. Go to your service drive and sell those people cars and learn how to use the phones. There is, but just go count the RO count. There's a lot more opportunities back there. Those people know you. They trust you. They come. they they, been to your service department. It is the easiest. Come up with an, an equity evaluation for those people. But have a policy and a procedure and make sure that your people are on on the service drive, Rick Case Honda. You you know who Rick Case Honda. Yes, is. Yes. And I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna miss these numbers up. But as I understand, they sell over 100 cars a month off their service drive. They have a specific service drive sales department. They have a service drive sales manager, and they have a service drive F and I manager.
3: Wow. Wow. And
0: they just work it. And so, and let me tell you, here's my rule: If Rick Case is doing it, I want to do it because that is a happening joint. And uh, yes, the really opportunities are. are there, and this is a this is like saying, you know, uh, in, you know, the world is round. This is easy stuff, and it's just mm-hmm. that we have to remind ourselves and go, oh yes, I need to, you know, I need to get back on that. But the there's just so much opportunity there. It's just math, mathematics.
4: Love it. Yep. Well, Danny, uh, as we wrap it up, tell us. I know you have an upcoming appearance. You're going to be at the uh, Boston Internet. Uh, yeah.
2: Internet. Internet Sales 20 Group. Sales 20 Group, right? Say that right. You're the feature. Yep. You're one of the featured speakers, right, Danny?
0: I'm, I'm a speaker there. Uh, they're, boy, they're short on talent at that deal.
2: <laughs> but I'm
0: uh, I'm doing a workshop called uh, uh, Who Killed My Profit, and it's based, it's based on the board game of Clue. You remember Clue?
4: Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. And,
0: yeah, and we're gonna examine uh, the suspects, their weapons, and where they are, just like in the board game, and we're gonna find out. Who's who's murdering your secretly and quietly murdering your profit? How they're doing it and where they're doing it, and we're going to do a, a who done it, a murder mystery, so to speak, and we're going to show people ways to uncover and investigate uh, who's killing their profit secretly in a dealership. It's going to be pretty cool. I'm, I'm kind of excited about it.
2: That's awesome, man. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, brother, I appreciate you being with us. I actually, I think I actually, man, you know what? I, you I'm saved. feeling I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling yeah. pretty good. Um So. But all the Rowdy Beaver things I threw out there and all of the, you know, deals like that, you know, I, I thought for sure I was getting hammered, so I, no,
0: I, I this is the this is the newer, improved, nicer Danny.
2: Well I'm not even I'm here sorry. right now. This is actually a cut out of me sitting here in front of the mic, so I'm not even here I'm not even <laughs> here because I I thought I was gonna be hammered, but
0: <laughs> No, I'm I'm trying to be a kindler, gentler Danny.
2: Okay. But it's well, working. Man. Hey, you know what? I listen, man. You you brought some knowledge today, brother. Yes. You know that, that what's great about it is Danny brings comedy and you bring knowledge and today you brought knowledge and you know what? When it comes like that, man, you get it's it's up there with anybody, brother. And, that, right. and thank you for me that. Thank well, you, and you know
0: I give Greg Cardone a hard time, or I actually give Chris a hard time. Right. I was at one of Cardone's first seminars ever, a long, long time ago, and I patterned almost all of my selling techniques after his uh, non confrontational uh, selling techniques. Uh, I have nothing to respect. He is really, and in my opinion, he's the master at what we do. And I have big props for him and I, I see him from time to time. He doesn't know who I am, you know, but he is, uh, he's terrific. And, and I share in your admiration, uh, yours gets a little bit creepy, uh, from time time. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> literally speaking. All right. I, I like Matt Cardone like Bill loves wooden glasses.
2: Oh no! <laughs> wow. wow. When I, you know what happened? I'm wearing I'm wearing regular ones today because I I I walked too close to a bonfire, and uh, they burned <laughs> off my face. So
0: I'm telling you, that's the hazard of wearing wooden glasses. Yeah. You wear wooden glasses, and you, you know unless you coat them or you probably should put some kind of flame retardant material on there. Uh, <laughs> You have to be careful. You just can't wear those wooden
2: glasses anywhere. That's right. yeah, uh, it's right. Absolutely. Uh, well, you're, the man, the myth, the legend was with us, man. Danny, thank you so yeah, much. Thank bro. you, Danny. I, I sincerely cannot uh, wait to uh, tell your segments uh, when you come and join us, man. I, I'm serious about that. That's it's it's awesome stuff. Always is. Yep. It's fun. I'm ten- and, and,
0: next- and I don't know if maybe next time, maybe the time after, I've got a couple of kind of crazy things I'm doing that we're going to do for the Internet Film Story Group. I'll bring some footage, and it's.
2: Definitely. It, even
0: pushes, it pushes the envelope in for my weird, you know
2: stuff. So. Awesome. Give us we'll your website. Give us your website real quick. They can go and check you out.
0: DannyBenitez.com. d a n n y b e n i t e scom Or follow me on Twitter at Danny underscore Benitez. B-E-N-I-T-E-S. And you know, I don't know what we'll do. If you follow me, and you win a Starbucks gift card courtesy of IPD
2: and a Data Awesome, man. Danny Benitez. Thank you, sir. Yeah, You have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. See you guys. All right. That was Danny Benitez and uh, General Manager of Greg Lair, Buick over in Texas, and uh, all-around great guy, car guy. And uh, man, I'm sorry to bring up that Grant Cardone thing. man. You know, I just, It just blew up. Uh, right. But, you know, hey, listen, Grant's awesome. Grant's wonderful, and we love him and appreciate him. So uh, we appreciate you. And uh, guess what, man? One minute. One minute. One minute. Okay. So, so he's, like, he's, like, he's like, we're in a studio. One minute. Did you all hear that? <laughs> Uh, we're going to be skyping in, and the girls are going to be coming on. Get your social loan. Yeah. we're going to be running a few minutes over because yeah. we still have the drive-by segment with uh, the number one self branded. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, we started a few minutes country. late. We got the number one branded used car salesman in salesman the in the country, and um, and we're just waiting on the uh, girls to come on. But listen, the uh, number one branded used car salesman in the United States. American of these America. America. Actually, I think he's probably in the top 5 of internationally even, but he's definitely number 1 in the US. He's here. So, don't go anywhere because when the girls get finished with bringing you the social, then we're going to be uh, interviewing the number 1 brand of salesperson. So, Mike came, in, guess what? Yeah. You know, I feel like, man, you what know, I feel like I'm a dance. Let's the cribs. The only thing that got, you got to dance right. Let's, get, let's get it, right? Right. give it Come on. Get
3: this to Get
1: Get your Yay! Episode thirteen. I'm Erin Ryan and I'm Amanda Ryan, and welcome oh, to Get Your Social On We <laughs> you getting your social on with us today. You. know who we're talking to. You. <laughs> you. All right. Today's awesome topic is why stock images hurt you. your website. Now, this brings up a good point, Dennis just wrote on the on GISO Addicts Facebook group page that stock images are so 1990. And he's right. He's right. Yeah.
3: So
1: with that said, a lot of viewerships, and it's not surprising, so we're not shocked by this, but we need to educate because the thing is your VDP pages should not have images of your vehicles that you have in the lot looking like this. That looks like everybody's. Right? It looks like everybody, everybody's vehicle looks the same. There's nothing that differentiates you from your competitors. And this is actually hurting your dealership. Yeah, And we don't say that lightly, yeah. right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, so we're going to tell you three main reasons. There are other reasons, but three main reasons that using stock images in your, on your VDPs to sell your vehicle is hurting your website. So we have Judge McJudgerson. She's
3: <laughs> yeah. giving a thumbs
1: down. You know, I mean, as social media has grown, so has the desire and the want for visual content, right? Visual marketing is so important for each dealership on social media, and then that includes your website. People go there to check out what you got in stock, what you got on your lot, before they even go to the dealership. And usually by the time they get to your dealership, they already know what vehicle they want. Give them something visual to look at. You know something that'll stand out and be like, you know what? I love the way that the sun picks up that color, or you know the way the color glints, or there's no rust on that vehicle because I can see it in the photo, and you've shown all the different angles. Now we know your number of people. Yeah, we know that number. So people. we're not just gonna throw these words at you without backing up some statistics, right? right? Bam, the statistics. I am no So now there's been a study that states that 53% is gonna. 53% increase of likes on content that is of visual marketing, so of images. I mean, like the old saying goes, a picture takes a 1,000 words, right? right? So that brings it all together. Um, the other thing is is that visual content is more likely to receive engagement than non-visual, which so is text, uh, for example. And it's like more than, what, 104%? Yeah, that's more than 100 like the engagement they will receive, right? And more people will engage on likes on Facebook, 53% more, when it's actual visual content in comparison to just text or some plain old stock photo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was number one. Number two is Pinterest. Yeah, we talked a little bit here and there about Pinterest before and how to pin and why pinning is so important and also why, you know, Pinterest is strong in the social signals aspect, which we talked in the previous segment as well. That was really helpful. Nice. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> but Pinterest is so important because the vehicles that you have on your VDP pages, you want them to be shared. Of course, it's the social action, but you want more people to see the vehicles as well because the higher the chances of someone buying, especially if you target locally everywhere on your social network. So yeah. take the time to take some pictures of the vehicles that you sell, upload them to your website and showcase them beautifully. Make sure the sun is shining. Make sure they're positioned, you know, in a nice, well lit area. Yeah, I mean, use your surrounding areas. If you have palm trees, put it with the palm trees. Yeah, I mean, if you've got a great garden out front or on the side or close to you, park one in front of there. Even if you don't, though, because, like, some some of you guys are in busy, you know, natural areas. So if you don't, then... You don't have to put a lot of effort into you this don't. photo. But we the got, time you do put into it, it's time well will spend. We've got smartphones. We can use them, yeah. right? So, so Pinterest is one of those things. You know, the times for Pinterest is between 10, uh, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yes. Yeah. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Your local uh, customers, people generally on Pinterest are pinning, repinning, sharing, all those things, charting, everything. And you want to be a part of that. So make sure you're pinning during those times and make sure that those images are getting out there and added on Pinterest. And you got to think about it, too, is that when you pin to Pinterest from your website, are you really wanting to pin those stock images? And you're probably thinking to yourself, no. no. So why would anybody find that visually appealing going to your website if you don't even want to pin it yourself? You don't want to share it yourself. Yeah, Exactly. It decreases the chances of it getting repinned. Don't decrease your chances. You're already mm-hmm. you're already a dealership. You're already a business with a brick and mortar that people tend to disconnect with because they want to connect with people. So let them have that story that you're trying to tell. Give them that visual piece of candy and let yeah. them create their own memories within that, that thought. Because... You know, any any great piece of content, people love to share it. If they see uh, a yeah. do a challenger that has a strike down on I it, know. it's like, mm, wait, I can get that. I can get that in Ohio where I am, where I live. And then, then they're going to. There, there. There's uh, Kent. I think it's Kentwood Ford. Mm. Um, they shared. Uh, they're in Alberta. Yeah, they're in Alberta. They're, um, they showed uh, a truck which had neon uh, neon green rims, right? And what a highlight that is to show and share, Kate, showcase, showcase amongst yeah. everybody. You have those unique vehicles. Showcase them, showcase. Even if they're expensive. Yeah, showcase them. So number three is sharing to your website. we am just gonna swivel a little bit over here, <laughs> and this is probably what most dealership websites look like. You have your vehicle, you have the colors, you have your MSRP, your mileage, that you know, your gas mileage you got a video probably down here showing not the vehicle you actually have, but just a vehicle, of a vehicle that you sell, the same with here, and then you have all your stock images down here. It looks really clean, and that's probably what caused it to become so popular. And we get that. And who, you know, really has the time? That might be coming across some dealer's minds right now. We, I don't have the time to this, is, but I mean, what it also looks like is robotic we'll it. We'll okay. it. The next dealership website is maybe going to be laid out differently and maybe different colors, but it's the same photo. It's the same type of video. It's, that doesn't make it personable. And that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants to be acknowledged. Everybody wants to feel like they're talking to a person. And everybody wants to feel like when they're looking at a vehicle, that it's the vehicle for, for them, them, not everybody, right? <laughs> I know. I've on that one. Lindsay. <laughs> so we want to make sure that we, we you know, Take this away and use something. Take a your vehicle. How yeah. nice would that be? The vehicle you actually have in your lot that is, you know, nineteen thousand and sixty dollars, you can actually have right here and people will be like, They actually have that color right there and they also have that blue color and then have the colors listed right. there, right? Have a, a you can, have, you can still have that video. Video is not as big of a deal, but yeah. it would be nice if you took a little bit of video. Yeah, and you actually explained the features and actually got involved. And then you can use your YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, and then it all ties in. Oh, yeah. and the social signals that would be happening because people will see your images. People will want to watch your video and like it and share it. And same with all the different images that you have here, the different angles. Get, get involved have fun be creative and social the time exactly and yeah. social advertising is very important not just posting like you want to post website content socially to your social network we talked about that in the past don't waste that opportunity but you have to do it the right way it has to be socially accessible you don't want it to look like an ad well this is going to probably look like an ad yeah. and you can have it every once in a while but every single ad you have going out for people's news on the right hand corner of um, the, uh, Facebook, for example, or going through Twitter feeds, or uh, Pinterest has ads as well, so you want to keep, keep being mindful of other people's faces, because it's like you're invading on their face, so if you make it socially acceptable and friendly, coming across like, this is your car. Inviting. Exactly. Yeah. Then, then they're going to be like, you invited me? I want to go. And then they're going to want to take it to the next level. Exactly. Right? So personable. The other thing is, is ads, I ta- just mentioned you know social advertising, this is the type of thing you want to showcase. You want to showcase the actual vehicle that they can buy. Exactly. All right. Your, co- your competitors against, you know, people of the future. Stand out. Because there's lots of dealerships that are being made today. Right. And and you don't want everything. that You want it to look like, okay, this is where I can imagine. You want your customers to imagine themselves being, driving through the palm trees, going by the ocean, wherever you take your pictures, looking at the cliffs, watching the sunrise or sunset. Yeah. And you don't want it to be a concrete wall, which many dealers' websites look like. Be, bring it color. Give a light. light. Yeah. It today. I know it's not going to be as easy as a visit button, but we've given you some opportunities, some ideas here. And you can always tweet us, at the Erin Ryan, at Amanda Chairs. And we we'll would be able to help you up and help you out. We sure can. It is time for Get Your Social On Social. Shout out. I know. I hope that people like yeah, I hope dance. we get to start. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, it's so status. Oh, <laughs> let us know if you do, because we'd love that. We, we wouldn't even mind a picture or a video of you doing that, because <laughs> we love this. <it. laughs> Sticker didn't happen. Sticker didn't happen. Yeah. All right. At ADM, NIMJAS. Great, yeah, great uh, site. You know what we should actually explain for our first-time viewers? We actually share other people within the automotive industries Twitter handles that you can follow and actively engage with other like-minded people and learn and inspire and you know mm-hmm. you can inspire. Yeah, exactly. Connect. you can get yeah. your social on, right? Social on. Right <laughs> I'm oh. like all of these words and <laughs> hello, hello. They're right there. somebody said it. I know somebody did. <laughs> At Wow David 58, part of Wow Woody. They're an awesome, awesome dealership. At Dealer in Depth, you can get in depth with that dealer. All right. This is David Cribb, his new friend, the unknown he salesman. The salesman. Yes, doesn't know the unknown salesman. Yes. Okay, so the unknown salesman, hilarious. If you love to have, you know, sense so of humor within this industry, this this guy will make you laugh. that's, oh. on his head. that's all I'm <laughs> <So> <laughs> that that <is> <laughs> have, It's all that I'm saying, yes. If you haven't seen the thing <laughs> yet in all of, of in your life, life, stay tuned i you happy to stay Yeah, Yes, you have to stay tuned. Yeah. Okay. To stay tuned. Uh, at Cash 2182, actually it probably already aired, Watch the recording like Watch it all. Yeah. Watch everything. Yeah. Watch okay. So we also have something with Facebook. That was awesome. Okay. So we talked a little bit at the beginning about our Facebook group. Yes, we have a Facebook group because instead of a page, because we want everybody, every single person who takes part with Digital Social On to be able to have a voice, have a saying on a page it limits you to be the manager where this you can just be a part of the team. And we're not a business. We're not a business. We're just here to help. We're here to have fun we're and enjoy each other's company. Enjoy each other's company. And we do. We've been, we been enjoying do. you. Like for instance, we did Hello, my name is Lank and I am a GYSO addict. So shout out to those who took part. Dennis, AKA Superman. He's a GYSO addict. <laughs> Brian the Sniper Bun. Yes. Brian Sniper <laughs> Hashtag your car guy for lightning, A.K.A. King Lindrum. It's yeah. not the other way around. Get no. it no. right, right? No. Okay, <laughs> so my mom, daughter of wow. mine, she's a big GYSO yeah. addict out there. <laughs> Kathy Nesbitt. Kaffee. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Amanda and I also oh, took part. We started did. the whole thing. So we are GYSO so addicts, <laughs> naturally. And, <laughs> and if you're a GYSO addict, what do you belong get of this too, You belong with us. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So what you have to do is you just have to go to Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash get your social on. You will be welcomed by Amanda and I and the rest of the GYSO addicts. And we'd love to hear your inputs on automotive industry, what you're doing socially. You know, talking talking down, down, you do. We, just, we just want to interact with you. So join us um, and bring us that GYSO addict to you know. <laughs> That's it for this week's Get Your Social On. For more on internet marketing, you can always head on over to thewikiblog.com, and you can always chit-chat with us. Until next week, get to social on.
2: <laughs> I can't dance. <laughs> My theme is only to be, I can't dance. You know? Yeah, right? All right, but they can. Well, what's they up? Can. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies. Hey, they're gonna be back with us on Monday, so they have four days to get their social back on. Prepare. Yeah. <laughs> put your social in the washing machine, ladies, because you got to put it back on in four days. Can't send it to the cleaners and, and so forth. So, get your social back on. Hey, here's what we're gonna do. We're running a little bit late. We started a little late, so we're gonna do. We we cannot cannot not um, play the interview with the number one branded uh, salesman in in the world and the nation and you know, top five in the world. But we're going to go ahead and close the show on our end, and we're going to let the interview with the one and only… The unknown salesman. The unknown salesman. Have a good day. We'll see you Monday.
3: Dave
4: Kribbs, and welcome back to The Drive-By. You know, our next guest was on the show two short weeks ago, but we had such an overwhelming response that we reached out to him, we invited him back on the show. He's the number one self-branding car salesman in the entire country. Welcome back to the show, The Unknown Salesman.
3: Well, thank you, Dave. I am happy to be back here on your show today. Well, we are happy and honored to have you back here with us today. In fact, we did
4: something special. We actually allowed our viewers and listeners this week to submit questions that we'll ask you today on the show when it comes to self-branding. And I'm going to go ahead and get started. We have a young lady, Susan, from New York, is asking, when it comes to posting a video, how do you keep from being discouraged if people
3: don't like it or if you get some type of negative feedback? Dave, that is a great question, and I'm going to tell you right now that you cannot let haters stop you from getting where you need to be. I have learned to embrace having haters. In fact, I think having haters is so important that I have got my wife on board with this. In fact, last night, just last night, she said, I hate you, and uh, I think that's important to have that support from home. Uh, And then you can move on and start to do things and embrace the haters.
4: Well, I do believe it is good to have support from home. Um, The next question comes from Jimmy in Atlanta, Georgia. And Jimmy asks, how much time when it comes to cold calling, is that a part of self-branding? And how much time do you spend
3: cold calling on a daily basis? Now, Dave, that is a very unfair question because, as you know, I am from Florida. And it is only cold three weeks out of the year. Now, if I was in Alaska, I could cold call day and night most year round. But I am in Florida, and I'm not going to waste that time. I spend my time more wisely. Like, I will spend a lot of time researching other dealerships to see if it might be a more fun place to work. I have worked at so many uh, dealerships uh, doing this research and I, I'm looking at some more right now so uh, when it comes to cold calling uh, yeah if I was in another part of the country I would do it more uh, but I'm in Florida let's focus on on what we can what we can be positive about
4: okay well I'm not sure if you'd want your management team hearing that but let's go to the next question we have Ricky in St. Louis Missouri he is asking when it comes to follow-up follow-up how
3: important is follow-up how much time do you spend following up
4: with your customers
3: well Dave look when it comes to follow-up this may not be a very popular stance but I'm telling you right now follow-up and you heard it here first by the way follow-up has got no business in the car business and the reason is have you done the math have you actually sat down and done the math when it comes to follow-up We're talking about the car business where people buy a car every four or five doggone years. I do not have time to be calling the same customer and following up for four or five years. As a matter of fact, I'm probably going to be at another dealership by then anyway, so it makes absolutely no sense. I think there's no room in the car business for follow-up, and by the way, I would say uh, even with no follow-up whatsoever, because I know your question is, what about CSI? Well, look, even with zero, zero follow-up, some of my customers actually said that they would recommend me anyway. So there you go. That's what I think about follow-up.
4: Well, it certainly sounds to me like there could be some more work uh, done there. But let's get to Mike's question. Mike out of Raleigh, North Carolina. Ask when it comes to the Get Your Social On segment and the Ryan sisters, have they helped you with your social branding, and or what do you
3: think about that? What does that look like for you? Well, I got to tell you, Dave, when it comes to Get Your Social On, it's probably my favorite part of the show. I absolutely uh, love those Ryan sisters, but but I will say this: they're going to have to come clean with us. I think everybody knows, you know. Supposedly they're twins, but I think we all know there's got to be at least four or five of them girls up there because there is no way that they could have about a hundred different social sites going on at one time and there's only two of them. And by the way, have you ever noticed that they always look different? Um, you know, if you watch each show, you'll see them wear different outfits. You'll see their hair in different ways. And I think we know what's happening. They're rotating in. There's at least four or five of them girls. I love them to death, but they need to come clean.
4: Okay, so I'm going to take the last question here, and it's something that's been bothering me all week, quite frankly, and and I I really wanted to address it with you personally. Uh, But I'd like, if there's a lesson here we need to know for our viewers and listeners, so I'm just going to ask you and put you on the spot. You know I follow you at Unknown Salesman on Twitter. And uh, last week, on the tw- I think, believe it was the 28th, you tweeted out a picture. It was a picture of the board in the sales tower uh, where everybody has the- all of their units uh, marked on the board. And uh, you were standing in front of the board, and you had three cars out for the month on the 28th of August in a booming time. And uh, you tweeted that you were going home early. And then when I mentioned it on the show, you called me out on Twitter
3: and said that it was unprofessional. I mean, tell me about that. Well, look, Dave, let's set the record straight, okay? Uh, I don't appreciate the fact that you're calling me out on this, but I'll go ahead and address it. When I only had three cars out on the 28th of the month, that wasn't all about me. It was mostly my management. My management team is failing me if I cannot get past three cars. Uh, even though everybody else in the dealership was above 10 to 20 cars, uh, if I'm at three, I'm like that sheep. You've got to come rescue me. Uh, I think that's part of every manager's responsibility. And by the way, um, again, I think it's very unprofessional to uh, even talk about this. And while we're talking about this, how about I just bring up something about you, uh, Mr. Dave Cribs, at Desking Deals, because all I see are tweets about Grant Cardone And uh, if I see one more direct message to Grant Cardone that you supposedly leak out onto the Internet, well, I brought another bag with me because I'm going to get sick.
2: the plane.